welcome to Mimosas with Moms. I'm Abby Williams, your host. And this week, I am welcoming on Michelle Orantia. Michelle is a mompreneur. And while most expecting mothers are busy nesting and decorating their nurseries, Michelle is busy building businesses. (laughs) So Michelle, welcome. Hi, thank you for having me. Um, So Michelle, kind of tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Well, um, I have two little girls, Olivia and Camila. Yeah. And uh, two businesses. I have um, (laughs) (laughs) um, actually started my first business when I was seven months pregnant with my first. Um, Well, I purchased a business. It was like an existing business. It's called the Enchanted Dollhouse, and it's so girly and fun. I was just in that girly mode. Um, Yeah. And it's like a dollhouse themed tea room. So it's so fun. We have like birthday parties for little girls and bridal showers and baby showers. And it's fun. It's decorated like a dollhouse. So we have like a little bedroom and a bathroom and a bathtub with bubbles in it. That's so so fun. fun. Yeah. Yeah. It is so fun. My favorite are like the little girl birthday parties where we have the princesses come and they just get so excited. Um, Do your girls love it now? Oh my gosh, yes. Especially (laughs) Olivia. She's had her first birthday party and her third birthday party there. And she sees me go into work and she's like, are you going to party today, mama? And I'm like, yes. I have a three-year-old or almost three-year-old and she is like getting strong into the princess girly all that fun stuff yeah so I'm like she would just die over this like everything is it's so beautiful (laughs) (laughs) it is so beautiful (laughs) oh my daughter is in full Elsa outfit today like wig she has the (laughs) wand they love it it's such some girls are just girls (laughs) yeah so so that's so you bought this business yeah 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 so we, we've been doing that for a few years now, and it's been so much fun. I And I don't know what's wrong with me, though. When I got pregnant the second time, I was like, what am I going to do now? So right. <laughs> I started a line of girls' twirly dresses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just to go along with the girly theme. And it's called Ollie J, which I named after Olivia. We Olivia, call her Ollie yeah. J. Um, but it's it's a lot of fun there. Like it's a different aspect because it's not a service. It's a product. So I get to work a little bit more from home on that, which is great. Um, I, I'd never sold a product before, so I was a little bit nervous about it, but I found a mentor, um, who's been helping me along the way from, uh, Taylor Joel. I don't know if you know her, her dresses, but she's really popular with the tutu dresses and everything. Um, so do you make these dresses yourself? No, I can't sew a button. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I do outsource them, but yeah. I was, uh, I designed the dresses. So it has like different features that I liked. Um, I have a lot of twirly dresses and I just kind of picked what I liked from them and then improved what I didn't like from them, like the different fabric type. And, you know, I have like a little V in the back. So it shows like their little back and it's just so cute and, um, the comfortable, uh, outfit. And it's just easy to put on. Like one of the things was 
I love this type of dress because my husband, sometimes when he gets the girls dressed, he puts their outfits on like backwards or inside <laughs> out or something. Yes. <laughs> so I designed it with the V in the back. So he knows like, okay, that's the back and that's the front. And it's super easy to put on and take off and everything. So it's like his go-to outfit. So, um, so yeah, that's what I do. I mean, I, I have both of my girls here with me at home and I run the, the service-based business and I go in mostly on the weekends and then I have Ollie J that I work from home. That's awesome. So would you primarily kind of term yourself as a stay-at-home mom? Um, yeah, I see like stay-at-home mom, work-at-home mom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I don't do everything by myself. I have a nanny who comes in a few hours a day to help me so I can focus on what I need to do to grow my businesses. Yeah. But, yeah. um, but yeah, we're, we're all here at the house. <laughs> so that's kind of how you're like juggling your work-life balance, I guess, is you, you do have help, you do have support. Yeah, no, it's, it's essential, especially yeah. with having two kids because the, with one kid, you can kind of, you know, maybe get everything done during nap time, but yeah. With two kids, I find it really hard to get them to nap at the same time or to nap for, like, a consistently long period of time. Like, my toddler likes to wake up after 10, 20 minutes sometimes. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm days you struggling with the, that yeah. right now, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, texting my husband, like, I only got a 20-minute break today. Yeah. <laughs> I have been there. It's exhausting. There. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah, and like, you get burned out sometimes. I miss, like, the two-hour so. naps. <laughs> <laughs> I love those days. <laughs> yeah. So, Michelle, kind of how did you get, like, this drive or, like, the ambition to keep going, you know, when you're kind of going through these ebbs and flows of motherhood? You know, you're birthing a baby, you're tired, you're, you know, you're adjusting mm-hmm. to feeding schedules and... Um, you're not sleeping at night, you know, and you're building businesses during this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you know, for me, having a, a business, something else to focus on has always been essential. So everybody has like a different outlet, you know, some yeah. moms really like to work out or some moms like to, I don't know, knit. Um, yeah. For me, I just like to focus on a business and seeing something else grow um, cause it's, it's great. And I love seeing the milestones with my kids and, um, helping them grow, but it's also nice to have that. And I want something that when they're older, they can look back on and say, look, look what my mom built. That's pretty cool. Yeah. You know, so I do it for them and I, I do it for me too. Um, but there's a lot that I've learned along the way because it's hard to kind of figure out what your schedule is and fit, fit everything in there. And, you know, one of the th- things that I learned is that you can't do it all on your own. You have to ask for help, like, literally ask out loud, be very specific about what you want. And people want to help you. Um, a lot of moms, I, you know, I have a lot of different mom groups that I'm in and mompreneur mm-hmm. groups that I'm in on Facebook. And they're like, how do you juggle it? How do I, you know, get everything done. I I'm overwhelmed and you have to see who you can ask for help. Like your husband, can your husband help you with cleaning the house or whatever it is that maybe he doesn't do as much if you need help with it that day or like family members, do you need a night out? Ask them for babysitting help or, you know, employees. If you're at the point in your business where you can afford employees, make sure that you're delegating 
to them and empowering them to do more so that way it doesn't all fall on your shoulders. Um, or like with the, you know, we have a nanny who comes a few hours a week and we talk together every week about different activities and goals that we have for them, like learning um, ABCs this week and, and working on maybe Spanish this week and um, working on sensory activities this week and, and just making sure that they're, um, you know, your other hands. Like if you're an octopus, for example, and you have eight hands that, that, you know, there needs to be other people who are helping you. You know what I'm saying? Like, does that, <laughs> yeah. Does that sense? yeah, no. And I mean, I think like I'm sitting here and I'm listening to you like, dear Abby, be, play, <laughs> be taking some notes because I mean, I know like I've talked about it in so many episodes where I struggle so bad to ask for help mm-hmm. and, you know, just kind of taking on all of these different things all by myself. And I think a lot of moms do this. Um, Absolutely. And I love like, you know, to kind of hear over and over, like you have to ask for help. And like, this is how I'm thriving. This is how I'm running two successful businesses and raising two girls, you know, is by making sure I'm very, what's the word, Um, you know, very purposeful and yes. how I'm asking for work for help. You know, I want my girls to be learning the ABCs and learning Spanish and thriving and doing all these things, but I can't do them all by myself. So dear nanny, here's like your to do <laughs> list. You know, I yeah. love that. And I think that it's so important. I think it's like not only important if you're in the mompreneur world, but like every, every mom out there, I think can kind of take from that, that, it does, you know, this like old saying that it takes a village, I think is so true. And I, I asked you, you know, like, do you term yourself as like a stay at home mom? Cause I do. Mm-hmm. And, and I do, but then like, I sit there and I kind of laugh to myself cause I work one day a week outside of the home doing therapy, which I'm licensed in. Mm-hmm. And then I'm, you know, trying to build mimosas with moms and that's like a whole full-time thing, you know, trying to like build this out of nothing. Um, and, you know, so like you do have a lot of different irons going. And so like, you know, you're not just a stay-at-home mom. And you don't have to like really, I think, identify in this and just like put all of the weight of the mom life on you. Because like you're the one at home primarily. You know, and I think it is so important to be asking for help, you know, from our husbands, from our family, from our friends. Like, they do want to help you. I just think a lot of people don't know how to help you unless you give very, like, concrete instructions, you know. Yeah, especially with, like, men and husbands. You have to tell them exactly what you want so that way they do it the way that you see it in your head. And even... You know, I think sometimes moms or like women in general don't want to ask for help because they feel bad about it or whatever. But I also think like if you ask your husband or your mom or your best friend for help, think about maybe what are they going to get out of it? Because like for your husband, uh, for example, um, if you ask him to help you with the laundry because you need 20 minutes to take a bath and relax. Well, after that 20 minutes in the bathtub, you're going to be a lot calmer 
You're going to have something else on your off of your plate, and you're going to be able to sit down and have a really nice conversation with your husband about how your day was. So he gets that special one-on-one time with you yeah. versus having stressed out wife who's trying to fold it. You, you know, it's easier for him to just do some laundry than it is to deal with you being stressed out because you have too much on your plate. So it benefits yeah. everyone. <laughs> I totally agree. Yeah. <laughs> Again, dear Abby, please be taking notes. <laughs> like my poor husband. <laughs> Sometimes I just like get myself into these situations where I'm just like overwhelmed. And yeah, definitely, you know, like they're your partner. So they're the ones that are going to be taking kind of the brunt of a lot of these things. Yeah. They're the ones that you're lashing out at when you're overwhelmed and you're, you're overtired. Mm-hmm. And so I think, yeah, definitely. Um, so you kind of, uh, identify building your businesses as kind of a outlet or like a form of self care almost. Yeah, I really do. <laughs> yeah. And I'm in a better I, mood. I feel like once I've gotten a lot of work productive. done for the day, yeah. yeah, being productive and doing yeah. something, it's just always made me like happy. So I'm a better mom and I'm a better wife and I'm a better friend when I've been productive. Yeah. So. I feel like I'm kind of like that too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like, I joke because I had two babies while getting degrees and they were my first two. And I was like, yeah, yeah I just like, you know, can't really get through a degree without having a baby. <laughs> and, you know, people are like, how do you do it? And I'm like, I don't know. Like you just do, you know? Yeah. And I feel like you're probably the same with like your businesses where you're like, you just keep pushing through. Um, yeah, everything is manageable and everything is conquerable. You just put one st- one foot in front of the other and and then eventually you make it to the end. Yeah. And you have had some businesses that didn't make it along the way. I have. Yeah. And yeah. honestly, it's helped me in in a lot of different ways. Like my first business that I opened, I worked in corporate for a while and um my first business that I opened after that was a photography business Mm -hmm. and it was really fun because I worked with, um, a really well-known photographer here in Miami. She's a published wedding photographer and she taught me a lot of things my business just never got off the ground. Um, I wasn't good at marketing it and everything else. So I learned a lot, but I need photography now for both of my businesses because I have to be able to take really good photos to sell yeah. my products and my services. So the experience so that you I have those from skills. That, yeah. Yeah. So it, yeah. It, even though it didn't work out the way that I had originally planned or thought it, it would, it benefited me in, in a lot of ways. And now I have really good, you know, camera and photography gear to, to use. And I know how to take photos on the fly instead of having to pay a photographer thousands of dollars to get me good photos, you know? Right. So, um, so that was a learning experience. Um, so I think that with everything, you just never know why you're in that point in your life and that's in your path, but you just have to learn from that experience and a failure is not always a bad thing. I know. I think so too. I think, you know, we are so like so scared of failure, but it's, but I, I don't even know that I like the word failure for it. Cause it's just kind of like redirecting you, you know, like this just isn't the right path. You kind of need to go around this hurdle and then you like, you'll get to where you need to be. Right. And so many successful people have said like, you cannot succeed until you have failed uh, at least a few times. 
Right. You know, so I think it's very important for you to fall and get back up and, and learn from that experience. So, you know, you can't be perfect at everything ever. Um, even in like, you know, my business now, like I'm, I think it's pretty successful. Um, yeah. but I have to still choose what to give up in, in other um, aspects of my life. Like I want to yeah. be able to make, I, you know, everybody wants to be like the perfect mom. You make the homemade food, you go to the gym five times a week, you plan elaborate activities to do at home with your kids, you run the two businesses, but you can't do all of those things perfectly. So you kind of have to, to pick and choose. And that's what helps you be more successful too. Like I know that I'm not going to be able to make homemade food all the time. So I have some baby food in the, in the pantry that I can grab if I need in a moment's notice. So that way, you know, it doesn't stress me out and I am prepared for other things. And, you know, um, you be, you have to be flexible in, in your goals. And like, for example, I plan every week on Sunday. I, I plan my week. So I do like my dinners and my play dates and my business goals and my delegation list. And I know that everything's not going to work out perfectly. So I always try and schedule like an easy day, like a Friday where I don't really have anything on my plate. So that way, anything that I didn't get done during the week, I can get catch up day. Yeah. Like a catch up day. (laughs) Yeah. No. And I think that those are good days to have. And I think Friday is a good day to kind of make that day. Yeah, um, and if you, you get know. everything done, then you have Friday. Then you have a free day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you lay on the couch or something. Yeah. Catch up on Which, your like, Netflix. never happens, yeah. but yeah. Catch up on, like, Llama Llama, I guess, on yeah. Netflix. But. <laughs> exactly. So you kind of talk about, um, you know, you can't be perfect at everything. You have to be flexible. Um, how are you kind of flexible in your day-to-day life? to manage this work-life balance? Um, well, I just, you know, I try and make a plan on Sundays and then I always look at my plan when I'm, when I'm ready to work, um, and see what all I can get done that day. But I try not to put too much on my plate that I know isn't manageable. Um, and I know that there's going to be days where, you know, one of my kids wakes up sick or, you know, one of my employees has a flat tire or something like that. Um, and you just have to always be in, um, I guess in a, in a mind space where you can have a wrench thrown into your plan and just know that you can kind of like handle it. So not over scheduling yourself. Um, and if you find that you're in a place where you are over scheduling, look and see what you can say no to that's on your list. Um, because you never want to be in a place where you're so overwhelmed that you can't enjoy your life. Like the whole point of the day is yes, to be productive, but it's to enjoy the things that you're doing during the day. And if you have so many things to do, um, that you're not going to have enjoyable moments, then it's not worth it. And you have to reevaluate. So always being open to being flexible and reevaluating, I think is like super important to being, um, successful in your business and in your life as well. If yeah, that makes sense. I agree. Yeah. So how do you kind of, you know, gauge when is the right time to start a business? You know, oh. I know like for you, Michelle, it's probably <laughs> not, not the norm. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I, know, I, I so. don't know. Um, it really depends on, on 
I think every like how did you know at seven months pregnant like okay I can take this on I can do this you know now is a good time you know with my photography business it wasn't going well and I knew that I wanted something that was more stable um and I just you know I had this like gut feeling that it was a good idea and I, I thought about it and I contemplated it and I talked with my husband about it and I talked to my family about it and I actually went back into my journals from when I had started my photography business and I was like I hope this goes well but I could also see myself doing this and doing this and one of the things that I had mentioned is running a kids party place um, and that's something that had always been with me something that I had always like wanted to do and again with the dresses too it's just something that has always been in the back of my mind in the back of my heart something that I wanted to do so when the opportunity presented itself kind of felt like if I don't take it now will this ever happen it's just like the path is there just take the path or don't do anything you know but you have to choose which one is best for you and right for me I'm I'm super happy with my I have I have so much joy that my businesses bring me and it's just so fun and creative. Like it's a creative outlet to do and it helps me to provide for my family too. So how did you know that you would be successful in buying this new business and taking this business on while you're about to welcome a new baby into your (laughs) life? (laughs) You know, like, was that a fear? No, I thought, you know, kind of naively that I would bring my baby to work with me and she would sit there (laughs) quietly and care at me while I'm, you know, designing. Building a business. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't happen like that. But um, I did bring her to work with me for like the first year and Mm -hmm. it's really fun. Um, I didn't get as much work done as I did when I had help (laughs) taking care of her. But... um, yeah, so, sorry, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> it happens to me, too. Um, no, just, you know, kind of determining when, like, how you knew that you were going to be successful at this oh, business, yeah, right. transitioning well, into new mom life. Well, so, I purchased the business, and it was already successful, and I thought that there were a lot of different avenues for me to improve upon it. Right. And so I just jumped on that opportunity and I didn't really um, kind of give myself the opportunity to fail um, because I noticed that if we were having a bad week, then, you know, there's things that you can do, different options you can look into as far as like marketing and advertising, getting your name out there um, and things like that. So just making sure that you're always working towards it and that you always have a a goal in mind. Um, And then again, just like asking for help. Like if it was a really overwhelming week and I I didn't have help from like someone in particular uh, helping me like with Olivia, for example, I knew that I could call my mom and she would um, hop on a flight and come over for a week so I could get my life back in balance. So it's always like having that backup plan. um, Yeah, available to you. Yeah, I think that's great. So, Michelle, kind of tell me where um, our listeners can find you. So, you can find me on Instagram. Ollie J Official is the new dress line for um, my twirl dresses. 
and I'm the, gonna have to check those out. I'm like, yeah, I bet my girls would love these. They are so fun. <laughs> Um, and then the other one is the Enchanted Dollhouse on Instagram. It's the Enchanted yeah. Dollhouse. Um, and both of them are the same with the websites, theenchanteddollhouse.com and ollyjofficial.com. And the Enchanted Dollhouse is in Miami? Yep. The Enchanted Dollhouse yeah. is in like South Miami. Yeah. So if you are in the South Miami area, make sure you're booking your birthday parties and your bridal showers and all your fun stuff at the Enchanted Dollhouse. It sounds like a great time. Yeah, thank you. And then you are also offering a 20% discount for the Ollie J dresses um, with code MIMOSAS and all caps 20. Yes, ma'am. So that is excited. Thank you so much. Thank you um, for having me. Well, Michelle, thank you for coming on. Um, I find you extremely inspirational. Aw, you're so sweet. And super crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I am a little and crazy. And I'm like, we fun. all need like a little bit of this in our life, a little bit of drive and, you know, <laughs> go out there and get it. I think, you know, it's a inspiration to other moms and just like imagine you know, what your girls have to look up to. I hope so. I hope it, yeah. you know, one day I can inspire a couple of people. And also if your listeners are out there and they're wanting to be a mompreneur and they want yeah. a sounding board, I am always available if somebody wants to, you know, message me or email me or have a phone chat. I'm, I, I would love to help other people because I know that there have been other people instrumental in helping me find what I love and what brings me joy and, and bringing me success. So I hope to be that for somebody one day too. Oh, thank you, Michelle. Did you enjoy this episode? Be sure to leave a five-star rating and review and be sure to tell your friends. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Mimosas with Moms and you can email me at the number two Mimosa Moms at gmail.com.